Want naturally simple skincare for men? Try Swiss Skincare for Men range from Chemist Warehouse. This is Super South with Joey Wheeler and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. In fact, Joey Wheeler alongside of Mark Watson. Looking forward to having you come over the next half an hour as we celebrate all things to do with Highlanders. Joey Wheeler, good evening. Welcome. How are you? Yes, very well from the deep south. Thanks, Mark. Obviously, the Landers, well, they're on a bit of a roll, mate. Two out of two. You know, they beat the force down in Invercargill. Then they do it against the Drua, the white-hot Drua. Uh, So, look, I think they're going to go on a bit of a run now. Yeah, yeah, I want to ask you that. I mean, the Drua ended up, beat the Crusaders clearly in Fiji. But I I think probably most teams still expect to turn up and beat the Drua. So how do you gauge that Highlanders' performance? Oh, yeah, it is a tough one to gauge. You're right. You look at that performance that the draw um, put out in, in Fiji against uh, the Crusaders, and everyone was like, wow, these guys are the real deal. But as we know in this competition, you, you have to not only play well at home, but when you travel. And I think you saw a side that was, yeah, they, they were they were completely off. They were um, a little bit rattled, I think, probably by... And I think you've got to pay some credit to the Highlanders in the way that they played. They were pretty relentless in, in how they went about that win on the weekend. Um, quite methodical and put the draw under under a lot of pressure, under a lot of ju- uh, duress in terms of the control that I think Aaron Smith and Mitch Hunt showed in their kicking game. They didn't give the Drua too many opportunities to let the game get loose. And that's what we know the Drua, that, that they are the best in the competition mm. at when the when it's uh, the organised chaos is what I suppose we call it. They just call it absolute chaos, mm. and they thrive in absolute chaos. And I thought at the start of the game, this set piece was delivering. They scored a beautiful set piece try down the blind side, and I thought, wow, this could be a long day at the office for the Landers. But they crawled their way back into that game um, through, like I said, the the tactical. Um, structure of Aaron Smith and, and Mitch Hunt and yeah basically suffocated the drawer out of the game and and I think that is the most pleasing thing I think from a Highlanders mm-hmm. perspective but yeah the drawer they've got to get better when they when they tour because um you know it's all well and good doing it in um in Fiji but to, to be yeah. a real contender in this competition it's how it's how well you perform on the road Mark has been a question mark over the Highlanders' defence, and we haven't necessarily been able to put it down to one thing. Sometimes it's systems, uh, sometimes it's just that execution. Conceding four tries, what did you make defensively of this Highlanders' performance? Yeah, I think they'll still be a little bit disappointed. I think uh, structurally, and in, in, in terms of their system, they looked in, in the right places. I think you're always going to get individuals that fall off the odd tackle here and there that, that lead to tries, but I think all in all, a much better performance. And I think a couple of weeks ago when we did the show together, we I questioned maybe some of their grit and, and their um, commitment to going that extra mile. And we know that defence is all about that. Like, defence is a team play, the tackling side is personal. And, and sometimes you're going to get the personal mm. thing wrong. You're going to miss tackles. And that's human nature. But I think the pleasing thing from a Highlanders fan perspective is that you could see that there was some real grit and some real mm. commitment from those guys. And Man, they, they, they faced some adversity, Mark. Like before that game, they lost um, Hugh Renton, who's been in stellar form the last two rounds. They lost him literally five minutes before kickoff. It looked like they might have lost Putty Putty Parkinson as well before the warm up. Uh, they also lost Thomas Umanga Jensen and Josh Timu uh, maybe a day before at captain's run. So. 
that, they, you know, they're going, well, they already were deep in the well, but they've got something like 21 injuries in that squad at the moment. And they are scraping the barrel and they're going mm. to some real youth. Like the performance of uh, Nakora Broughton at number eight to come in at the last minute. He's only played um, one Super Rugby match and that was against the Blues over in Melbourne. And then he put out one of his best performances uh, and, and against the really physical, big Fijian side for a young man, he stepped up mm. and, you know, at the last minute as well and delivered. But I, I think a lot of guys, a lot of those guys did. I think, um, you know, Jake Tahiwi, who got called in late for um, Thomas Umanga Jensen, admittedly he went off with an ankle injury, but he had some really nice touches in that first 20 minutes. And then Will Tucker, uh, stepping up at last minute also for, for Josh Dixon. Here's a guy that sort of toiled away for Otago, then went over to the MLR, had a season with New York, and then, you know, he comes in at the last minute and produces a really physical and dominant performance, called the lineouts beautifully. So I think the Highlanders, although they, they took a, a few on the nose in those first three rounds and we were really critical of their performances, I think they're, they're starting to learn those lessons now and we're starting to see a bit of that reward. Do I think that it's going to be good enough to beat the top New Zealand teams? Probably not, but are they going to be closer when they come up against them again? Yeah, I think so, mate. Uh, yeah, I can sense the excitement and the passion in your voice and almost a sense of relief. Uh, one area where they were that much better than the drill was at the turnover. Was that that breakdown area? Yeah, I think the loose forward trio of uh, Withy, Harmon and, and Broughton was absolutely outstanding. Uh, Billy Harmon, that guy, you know, like, um, he, he, you know, he's, he's one of those leaders. He leads by example, right? He, he leads through his actions. And again, he fronted, he made a, a, a truckload of tackles, but some crucial turnovers that turned into tries. And we know that that's where New Zealand teams thrive, right, is off turnover ball and, and using their skill set to, to execute and, and, and score tries. And, and Billy Harmon was at the heart of everything good. But I, I think that Sean Withy, his performance at six, not his normal position, mate. And Sean Withy is a, well, he's only a, 21 year old man but he, he he's a seven and out and out seven and his um his performance in that six jersey he was tough he he put his body on the line and he he put some really really solid good hits on through the middle of the park which was impressive i didn't think he had that in his game but um look they've got some good young talent coming through and that loose forward trio i was super impressed by their performance on the weekend this weekend, you've got Moana Pacifica, um, a side that were beaten 59 nil by the Hurricanes, but a team yeah. that you can't underestimate, a little bit like the Fijians. If you play it a little bit too loose, you probably play into their hands. So what will the Hurricanes coaches be wanting out of this game? Um, is it more of the same? Uh, where are they looking for areas of improvement? And again, how do you gauge it against a, a team that are a little bit hit and miss? Yeah... Look, it's always a tough one. You, you head up to Moana and you, and you probably copy your bl- blueprint that you, you had against uh, the Drua. The, Moana is a team that, that thrive on the unstructure and the, the unpredictable. So you've just got to be really disciplined. And I think, one, you're kicking game and, and two, you, you kick chase any defensive game. I think those are the areas that the, the Highlanders nailed in the, in the weekend. And they, they didn't try reinvent the wheel, Mark. Like, they were really simple in their attack, but they executed really well. Like that's one thing that we've been extremely critical of of, of the Landers is they've lacked imagination. We're, we're so used to seeing these elaborate moves, you know, um, mainly driven by Tony Brown and his um, his sort of creative thinking of the game. But 
the the simple um, the simple attack that they brought in the weekend they executed it really really well and when they do that they look they look magnificent so I, I would I would just imagine that the message from Clark Dermody is hopefully he gets a bit of cavalry back this week mate but it'll it'll be you know more of the same lads that disciplined methodical footy and, and playing in the right areas of the game we don't need a we don't need to try score in the first three phases we just need to build pressure build phases because I think it was a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned to you around that only been over five phases against the Chiefs, uh, something like three times in that game. Whereas I'd imagine against the draw, I haven't got the stats in front of me, but it was significantly better in terms of the stats. So in terms of that stat, building pressure, holding the ball, starving opposition of ball, I, I thought they did that really, really well. So I'd expect a similar performance, similar messages, keep things really, really simple and and starve Moana of ball and frustrate them into giving away penalties and, and giving your set piece a real chance because that's been one highlight of the Highlanders side this year. They're scrumming more and, and line-out has been performing really, really well. Now we're going to have Mitch Hunt on the programme shortly. Looking forward to this. Yeah, mate. Like, here's a guy that he struggled in the first couple of rounds and he'll be the first to admit that, but... I think Mitch Hunt is so pivotal to pivotal to the Highlanders' success. His combination with Aaron Smith, when those two get it right, where you see the rewards uh, like he did in the weekend, their game control, their game awareness, uh, putting the team in the right areas of the field, you can see they're, they're, they're getting really, really comfortable together. Um, Clark Dermody obviously chopped and changed a little bit in the first couple of rounds in, in terms of Mitch being in the in the starting jersey. Then he went back to fullback. Then he's back um, at ten. I, I just hope they they stick with him in that ten jersey because yeah, I think he's he's driving that team um, around the field really really nicely. And obviously seeing Sam Gilbert come up from um, fullback in the weekend early on and come into that midfield and that combination of uh, those three together, that, that sort of spine that we talk about um, in rugby union of, of year 9, 10, 12 and 15, that, that worked really, really nicely. So I'd, I'd expect to see that same sort of combination and I think that gives Mitch a lot of confidence uh, because he's got a guy outside him who makes really good decisions, has a really good voice and I think when you bring uh, Thomas Umanga Jensen back into that mix, you've got a real nice uh, balance between the subtleties of the game and your power game. So, yeah, I think Mitch um, Mitch is, is obviously looking more and more comfortable, and I think the more time he has in the saddle, the better you're going to see him play, and, and we're just seeing the start of hopefully what is a, um, a pretty good run of form for, for Mitch Hunt. The DHL Super Rugby Pacific is underway. Again, catch the live action on Sky Sport or get tickets at superrugby.co.nz. A little bit later on the programme too, uh, we'll get Joey to give us his DHL Highlanders Player of the Week and also his DHL Super Rugby Player of the Round. We'll take a break here on Super South. When we come back, we will catch up with Highlanders First Five, Mitch Hunt. Mitch Hunt with a drop Oh, I've been a bit naughty. I've been a bit naughty. Our next guest is Mitch Hunt. That was Mitch Hunt playing for the Crusaders, beating the Highlanders four years ago, tied up 22-all, 83rd minute, one of the great drop goals. Mitch Hunt, good evening. Welcome. G'day, g'day. How are we doing? Good. Great moment, wasn't it, in your career? <laughs> I'm not, allowed to, I'm not allowed to say anything now that I'm down south. Yeah, he's, 
He's forgotten that, Mark. Silent. He's forgotten that moment. Oh. You know, like, I still remember poking my head up of that rock and thinking, Mitch Hunt from this far out on the angle, there is no way that, that those little twigs of his can nudge it that far. <laughs> then, no, 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 turn my head around, and, and Matt Fattis has caught it just under the crossbar. And I was like, Fats, we're off here, go. And it's over. I was like, you're kidding me. But the funniest bit of that, Mark, was actually what Crocodile, um, Humpty, what did what did Crocky what did Crocky yell out to you in his Croczilla voice? <laughs> in his big Crocky voice. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, the, the, I mean the story of why he said it was. I think we'd probably done we'd, we'd done like nineteen phases or something out on the forty, <laughs> yeah. and um, he uh, yeah he sort of turned around and I just remember him looking at me just absolutely defeated, going backwards, going just if and do something with it. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, it's amazing how four years on you find yourself playing for the Highlanders. How, how have you enjoyed your time down in the South? How are you enjoying the environment? Yeah, it's been awesome, mate. It's um, Like you say, it, it was sort of crazy initially. You know, you never sort of, you know, really know where you're going to sort of uh, end up in your rugby journey. And um, I've absolutely loved my time down South. Um, it's cra- it's crazy to think you know I did four years at the Crusaders and it's already coming you know you know this season four years for the Highlanders as well so um, it feels like I was you know at the Crusaders for so much longer and, and you know I've almost spent that same amount of time here but uh, it's been awesome um, it's been awesome to get out on the field and sort of learn learn a lot about the Highlanders uh, sort of history and, and what a lot of these blokes are about down here. Hunting. The, the Highlanders obviously a rocky start to the season. It's probably a bit of an under understatement. But look, you've you've yeah. ridden the ship in the last two weeks against the Force, and then obviously the draw in the weekend. But the Force, it was a little bit scratchy, and I think you'll admit that it wasn't um, the most polished performance. But a win's a win, and to get off the duck is always um, an achievement. But the week just been to me it looked like the kicking strategy that you and Aaron Smith implement, uh, implemented against the the draw was the catalyst for what was a, a pretty clinical performance was that the sort of the case in the in the review you think you nailed that part of the game yeah t- to be fair it's, it's it was crazy to see all the the game stats out of, uh you know after after the game against the, the Fijians um we, we pretty much nailed our, our game plan to a T. Um, and to be fair, you know, last week against the Force, we were we were we were close to doing that. Like you say, it was just a bit scratchy at times. So um, we were sort of on that little bit of you know positive trajectory after last week, and um, it was really just refining down. But um, yeah, mate, it was uh, it was an awesome change for our guys just to, to see the group after the game, uh, and then to come in and review. Um, sort of yesterday, uh, it was awesome to see that plan sort of uh, did pay off. Clark Dermody spoke about how the team, sort of those first three rounds, actually, you learnt, you know, obviously you, you, you lost all of those three games, but the, the learnings that you got from that and, and actually some belief that you got out of that was the catalyst for probably um, producing a performance like that. What Can you sort of elaborate a little bit more on what he means by what you learnt from those first three three games where you sort of got smacked on the nose for um, lack of a bit of, bit of terminology? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that they were tough, and and I mean, regardless of you know any teams, 
better hitting up against those three early on in the season, they're, they're going to sort of feel the power of, of what they can do. And um, despite those losses, like the, the, the team, the vibe around the team and, and stuff was actually really awesome. Um, we took the learnings. Um, you know, we're an awesomely accountable group, so. Um, the meetings and stuff post that have been fantastic. We had a bit of a blow up, not a blow up, but you know, a good, a good Ford V bats blow up a couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah, I love that. And, always love those. Always love yeah, those, mate. It, Gee whiz. It, it was a, you know, it was it was actually an awesome moment for us because it sort of showed how much <laughs> the group cared um, about yeah. what we were trying to achieve. Um, it turned out to be one of our best sort of Thursday Arvo trainings. Uh, and it was even a learning. It, it, I mean, the blow-up itself was a great learning, um, and we've sort of only got better from there. So, yeah, it, it's tough to explain, but, um, you know, that force game was sort of the monkey off the back. Uh, we'd been building the learnings. As I say, the, the confidence and, and the vibe around the group was still awesome, regardless of the first three. So I think that's why we've sort of just seen sort of continual improvement uh, over the last couple of games. It's amazing how a Barney at training can bring a little bit of edge in the team, and I'd imagine the blokes that would have been in the thick of it from the holders, I'd, I'd say an Ethan De Groot would have been slinging some uh, stick your back's way, and, and I'd say Jimmy Leitchis wouldn't have been far behind him either. <laughs> yeah, you could count on those couple of boys to be somewhere in the mix. But... Hey, hey Mitch, in, um, Mitch, in a situation like that, I have a saying, would, would you possibly as a back coming up against the forwards, maybe confusing ability with ambition, perhaps? <laughs> uh, to be fair, I'm probably not too far out of the mix of all that sort of stuff as well. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, just, but, just um, yeah, in all seriousness, just in your own sort of uh, form this far, probably the first two games, uh, I'm sort of going more on what Joey was saying. He loves you to death, but, he, you know, maybe not by your own high standards where you perhaps wanted to be, but you're starting to sort of find that form. Um, and very much in that discussion around part of that turnaround. Um, is that your sort of summary of you this season so far? Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's tough. It's it's always sort of looked at like that, you know, as a driver, you, you sort of get the, the gun pointed at you first. Yep. Um, and and yep, for sure, there was there was factors of mine that you know that I did, that I hadn't you know helped the team with. Um, but I, I just think across the board. Um, it's it's you know since that, but you know even that frustration a couple of weeks ago that I'm just saying that we Barney, but it's like you know our, our forwards have sort of found a click between our backs and vice versa. Um, across the board, we've sort of worked out that actually working together is better than working individually in these games, and and I think that's where the the biggest part of the growth is. Um, you know, I'm now able to just do my job while other guys around me are doing theirs and, and helping out. Um, whereas potentially in, that, in, in those first couple of games, like we were quite individual as a group. Um, and, you know, you, you just can't be in this competition. So that's sort of where we've found this little bit of click um, together as this sort of unit. Uh, and uh, the boys are just sort of really starting to get it and understand it and feel it. And I think that's where, you know, the growth is as well as mine. So um, that's been awesome. Great honesty in your own performance and, and ownership, mate, and, and accountability. That's um, that's true leadership there. So so well done on that. Um, just in terms of the Highlanders' attack, obviously, uh, in years gone by, it's been known for its innovation and and probably creativity, mainly driven by Tony Brown. But this year, it looks it looks a lot more simplified. Is that is that the case? 
Yeah, it is. It's um, it, it's got its mix in there. Um, but I mean, it, you know, you, you could go on for hours about trying to trying to complicate and make up new things and and, and reinvent the wheel. But you know, if you get back to rugby basics, the, the teams that are really dominating the competitions are, you know, they're just efficient, they're fast, um, and they're just silky with their skills. And and I guess if you pull all that back, that's really just the the rugby foundations that we all sort of grew up sort of learning and trying to understand and sometimes that can get sort of I don't know overlooked by trying to be too fancy yeah. or trying to create too much sometimes so you know by by actually taking a little bit out of it simplifying people's jobs uh, their understanding of the roles in the game um, then you can just back that with, with you know effort and intent so I guess yeah. that's where we've tried to unpack some of those layers make the guys roles really simple so we can just go out and be awesome, I guess. Yeah, and you executed it perfectly against the draw in the weekend, mate. So more of that, more of that this weekend, I would imagine. Is that the plan against Moana? Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's not like we're playing a, a t- you know a two sort of dissimilar team, uh, you know, to the draw. Um, they got some huge athletes, um, some X Factor guys. Um, you know, I, I don't think and something that we've spoken around is we, we don't think that they're the team that lost that 60-point game on the weekend. Um, you know, I think that's a bit of a one-off for them. And I know that, you know, they, they haven't sort of recorded a win, but they went to Canberra the week before, put up a really good fight against the Brumbies. And so we know yeah. they're dangerous as well. So similar, similar to the Fijian guys, you know, we do have to be wary, but we know if we can be really clinical in our game plan, then we can give them a good run. Well, Mitch Hunt, lovely to have you on the programme, mate. You are without doubt the Crusaders' favourite, I mean, a Highlanders' favourite player. Um, all of very, Stop it, mate. All the very best this weekend, and thank you for taking time and joining us tonight. Greatly appreciated. Go ahead. Cheers, guys. Now, the Chemist Warehouse. Good on you, Hunty. The Chemist Warehouse, the Real House of Fragrance. Joey Wheeler, I need to get from you your DHL Super Rugby Player of the Round for the Highlanders, and then your DHL Super Rugby Player of the actual round. Yeah, well, there were so many good performers for for the Highlanders. I, I, I mentioned a few throughout this um, throughout this slot, and obviously Broughton, Withy, and Harmon were outstanding in the loose. Uh, Hunt and Smith were were fantastic, but there was one guy that I thought um, played exceptionally well, and that was uh, Sam Gilbert. Uh, started in the fifteen jersey, injury to Jake Tahiwi early on in the match, got shifted into the midfield, and did not look out of the place. Here's a guy who is just so so reliable um yeah we, we maybe he's not the x-factor player like he's not going to tear a team apart but what he does he is just so accurate in his job he can fill so many holes across um a, a rugby team in terms of a backline. i think he's played every position for the highlanders bar halfback so that is a real talent he is the glue to that Highlanders side and is a brilliant goal kicker as well strikes the ball over 85 percent at the moment so he's my Highlander of the week brilliant performance from Sammy Gilbert okay and super rugby player of the round you can go the same yeah way this one's want. probably no this you've one's got, probably you, a little bit out of the a, box you've got about 30 seconds let's go 
Yeah, this one's probably out of the box. It's Brett Cameron actually. I, I've oh, been really well, impressed with his performances yeah. over the first yeah over the first four rounds. He has, although he missed the first round for the Hurricanes, he has driven this Hurricanes team around the field beautifully. Scored a try on the weekend, converted seven out of nine conversions uh, for that fifty-nine point hiding, and I just think his real calm head to that Hurricanes electric backline. I think they are going to be real, real contenders come the end of the competition because. He's just going to drive that team into the right areas of the field. So, yeah, Brett Cameron for me, great performance. Joey Wheeler, it's been a privilege and a pleasure. Another edition of Super South. Thank you. The good on you, mate. Go the Landers. There you go. 28 minutes after seven. Love Mitch Hunt. Crusaders love Mitch Hunt too.